Welcome to episode 6 of the Max Performance Podcast. Again, these are all my own thoughts. And today I'm looking at the primal movements. So currently I'm doing a, a presentation for ITAX, so it's Italian Embedded Training Strength and Conditioning Society. And it's all about the primal movements. So how, I'm going to look at what these are, why they important, and how they can link into training kids. But, but first of all, the primal movements, got that phrase, this whole idea from Power Athlete, the, a podcast, Power Athlete Radio. Um, they do loads of other stuff, though, training courses, etc. And that, that's the term I'm using and where I got a lot of this stuff from. But to simplify, you're looking at seven basic human movements. And yeah, there's other stuff like jumping, but that, that all comes from this. So it's when you break down the movement patterns, uh, eventually boil it down to a squat, a hinge, a lunge, push, pull, brace, and rotate. And you'll find that different things you do in sport and general movement are just combinations of these. So, for example, in rugby, if you're a prop, there's a bit of a, a squat and a hinge going on, there's lots of bracing, you're actually looking at anti-rotation, maybe you are rotating if you're doing things illegal in there, um, there's a lot going on. Um, you look at anything, so change of direction in tennis, there's a lunge position, there's going to be rotation as you're hitting the ball, and there's a few other things going on. You, you can break things down to the fundamentals in, in any movement you're practicing in the sport. By taking it back a stage further, so why is it why is this important in the first place? Well, rather than just training the sport, so an, an easy example, let's say golf. You want to train specifically for golf, you want to get stronger. There's a temptation for some people to use a weighted golf club. I can see what they're thinking there. Weighted golf club, I'll get stronger swinging it, so then when I go back to normal one, I'll be able to swing it faster, hit the ball harder. That's not how it works. The general thought there is, is, is fine, but what's actually happening is you're changing the technique slightly. It can be minuscule changes in technique. That's enough to throw you off your game, so when you get back to the normal club, it's not right. Um, there's a place for things that are close to it. So, for example, if you're sprinting and you do some work with a sled, there's loads of research out there, you're not needing much weight in that sled. It's just enough to get your muscles working harder than, than they would without the sled when you're sprinting. And great way to do it is do a few reps of that. You know, if, if it's heavy enough that it's changing technique, you've gone too heavy, but then you make sure you immediately then finish off with reps without the sled. So your body goes straight back to the proper technique it needs. Um, why is that okay and not with a golf club? Well, the golf club, is it's such a finely tuned technical sport, technical skill when you swing in, in golf that it, it, you can't afford to change it at all whereas a sprint yes it is technical especially when you get into doing it as a proper sport but if you're doing it for a, for a team sport like rugby lacrosse netball hockey there's other variables going on there so it doesn't matter so much if you change the technique slightly so what is the point in all this so focus on the primals themselves is a good way to begin coaching kids. So if, if they're new to experiencing this, let's say you've got your six, seven, eight, maybe even your nine kids if they've not done it before, 
just make sure they're exposed to these prime movements and the combinations. So it's the basics. So often, you, you know, if you're doing a circuit, go-tos are a, a squat, a bodyweight squat, maybe a sprint, a plank, a push-up, and it's mostly variations of these, maybe a sit-up. And what's missing there is lunge. Any sort of pulling movement, both horizontal and vertical, also a vertical push. Tend not to do them when when they're learning the basics, but these are really important to get those general general movement abilities. They they need to learn the basics. Rotation that's a huge one, especially the younger age groups. And then again, when they're going through puberty, because coordination is all over the place, and actually rotation and crossing your midline. So that's when say you've got your hands doing a wood chop. So your hands are outside your body, down low on the right hand side, and you have to go up high outside your body on the left hand side you've crossed your midline that's developing that ability in the coordination area is, it is fantastic for your coordination and general motor development so a good rule of thumb I have is thumb? thumb good rule of thumb that I have is to make sure that all of those are included now if I've got um, the, the kids in for two times per week that makes this easier you can do different variations of them in each session or at least if they're not all covered in the same one split it so it might be doing um, a horizontal row so you're looking at something like an inverted row there it's when you're pulling things essentially towards you towards your chest um, say so do that on Tuesday and then on Thursday or a Friday when I see them again trying to get a vertical row so that's when you're pulling it from above your head so you're looking at pull-ups chin-ups obviously these are likely to be assisted I wouldn't jump straight to that you'd be surprised what kids can do especially when they're, they're young they're actually and if they're quite light, they might already be able to do this. So don't jump straight to assisted unless you have to. Um, and just a little side note there, assisted. Yes, you can use a band, but also just having like a barbell on a rack or putting a box up below the below the bar so they can do the full range of movement and just assist with their feet and learn how much to assist with their feet. That can be really useful because it's actually helping them the whole way as much as they need rather than a band which just helps at the, at the bottom of, of the rep but not at the top they can master those pull-ups and chin-ups fantastic and here I'm calling pull-up with your hands your palms facing away from you and chin-up with your palms towards you and so that would be splitting the pulls for example the pushes I mean there's so many you can do you, you've got variations of push-ups don't just do the same thing all the time and you can sneak bits in there along with the brace instead of doing the plank you can do a military plank so going from your elbows to your hands uh, squats is different play around in different stances or you can you know if they're pushing against a sled with two legs that would do it uh, maybe a bear crawl position maybe a little weight plate in the back or a cone so they have to keep really flat as they're doing it and doing it properly you're, you, you're doing lots of different things it's not just a normal training especially younger age groups of let's do three sets of 10 of this, supersetted with three sets of 10 of that. They're not going to get that. It's going to be boring. What you need to do is try and gamify it. Can you do it as a competition, in circuits, as races? So you need to be careful here with the races and what exercise you're racing and how you how you run it because you don't want them to, to add in speed to the detriment of the quality of the reps. But I don't want to get this to too into the depths and nitty gritty different exercises if you want any of that just reach out to me it's max-performance.co.uk is the website or instagram at maxroger7 rogers r-o-g-e-r uh, those are the best ways to reach me 
and go through stuff there. Even give you programs uh, if if you're doing it for if you you know if you're a teacher or you're running a club. Um, happy to reach out, go through this. Programs are all free for you. Um, it's for yourself. There's a range of things and and taking this training for yourself. It's it's the same idea. Are you covering all those primal movements in a week? It doesn't have to be every single session. And it's the same when you when you're lifting heavy weights. You want to cover all these. So you're developing holistically. You're not missing anything. And the more you train, the more variations you can have. So if it's once a week that you're training, I'd argue it's not enough. But you're going to probably be doing something like a back squat, um, maybe a walking lunge, an RDL. Um, dumbbell bench press, pull up, um, and a wood chop, and it's going to tick those boxes there because the brace is built into some of those exercises, like the squat and RDL especially. Um, if you're doing it, if you're if you're training three times a week, then as well as lunges, you're going to start looking at different variables there. You've got X, Y, and Z axis, so you're lunging forward, are you doing it sideways, backwards, up to break out different axis there, uh, and play around at different angles. So the more experienced you are and the more time you have to train, the more you can get different variations in. But in the beginning, the important thing is include all those seven primal movements. So again, they are any sort of squat, a hinge, that's where you're bending at the waist, obviously with a flat back, um, a lunge, so anything anything single leg really where you're going there, it could be forwards, it could be sideways, it could be up, like a step up. Or even a step down, a single leg squat, for example. So a squat, hinge, lunge, push and pull, ideally both horizontally and vertically. So that's essentially away and towards your chest, and then away and towards from above your head. Uh, a brace and a rotate. Rotate is often neglected, but otherwise you're setting yourself up for potential issues. You're just moving straight, everything's braced in the same way. If you don't rotate and learn to move your spine and body in that way, you're missing out. And um, you might get some niggly injuries around the lower back, for example, as it stiffens up. So make sure you include that rotation. So those are the seven primal movements. Again, reach out to me at MaxRogers7 on Instagram if you want more details on this. Please share this with other people so more can hear it. Um, uh, thank you for listening.